Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. just come out of the Christmas season as this podcast is airing, and we've taken time to celebrate Jesus coming into the world. We're going to jump back into that story for a few days as Matthew includes a brief account of the birth of Jesus. Now, Matthew's really got nothing on Luke, who goes into much greater detail in his gospel, but we'll take some time over the next few days to look at what Matthew can teach us about how Jesus came into the world. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25 says... This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. So the Christmas story starts with Mary and Joseph who are engaged and who are not married yet. Engaged couples in Jewish culture would be engaged for about a year before their wedding day and they were expected to spend that time preparing for their new life together without crossing the line sexually until they were wed. The fact that Mary shows up pregnant during this time is hugely problematic because it suggests to the community that she and Joseph sinned by not waiting or that she sinned with someone else who wasn't Joseph. Either way, this is not a good thing. Joseph knows that this baby is not his and of course he assumes that she has cheated on him. No one would assume anything differently. But Joseph is a good man. The punishment for adultery could be death, but he doesn't want Mary dead. He doesn't want her even publicly shamed, and so he seeks to quietly end the engagement in order to protect her. But he is met with an angelic intervention, and it's something that most of us honestly would love to see, and it's an amazing and biblical thing. Angels do at times break through into our realm and bring a revelation of heaven, but be careful what you wish for. Anytime an angel shows up in scripture, it's because life is about to get very difficult or very crazy or both. God seems to toss people a gracious bone from time to time, making the revelation easy so that they will have the courage to walk out their very difficult calling that is coming. The angelic encounter sounds great, but you might not like what comes next. The angel comes to make God's will clear because things are about to get very difficult. The angel says that this child is to be called Jesus, which literally means the Lord saves. He'll be called Emmanuel as well, which means God with us. In Jesus, God has come down to earth with us, walking among us. And in Jesus, God is saving us. Jesus and Emmanuel are two names that say an awful lot about who he is. The Lord is saving us in Jesus, and God is with us in Jesus. 
Joseph marries Mary so that the baby can be at least seen as his, but the Bible says there's no consummation of the marriage until later. There is no sexual act until after Jesus is born. That's likely in there just so there's no doubt whatsoever that Jesus is not his flesh and blood son. They do not consummate the marriage for months afterwards. Joseph is a good man, and God obviously chose him specifically to be the father of his only son because he is a good man. Today, take some time to reflect on the character of Joseph. What's the most surprising or encouraging or challenging thing we see about his conduct in today's verses? And how might we be more like him in our own lives?